the Food for Thinking podcast. With Joe Maestas and Tim Hanna. Does he look like a bitch? Does he look like a bitch? Whoa. Whoa. What is going on? Samuel L. in the house. What is cracking? It's been a while since we've done one of these. I'm uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit proud of myself for uh, remembering how to set all this shit up. I uh, had to bust uh, the microphones and all this stuff out of the boxes. And uh, I'm really glad that it all still works. I'm, I'm, I'm psyched for this. I'm really excited to, uh, to hear the sound of my own voice. How narcissistic is that? Shout out to all my... Uh, narcissistic friends out there in the world you gotta love yourself a little bit a little bit of a uh, little bit of narcissism is uh is healthy for the soul not too much though watch yourselves jesus what should we talk about there's so much to get to um what a crazy world we live in i just finished watching a little bit of the republican debate i watched about uh five minutes of it and that was enough for me and uh Sad part was Trump wasn't even on the stage yet. I didn't even realize they were uh, splitting them up into groups. Now I guess they all can't get along, so they had to, they had four of them up there. It was uh, Huckabee, Santorum, uh, the New York governor. What's his name? He's got a funny name. I liked his name the best. And then uh, Lindsey Graham was the last one. Who, if I didn't know any better, I would have thought could have been the next uh, female president if i'm going off of names um huckabee and santorum are definitely at the bottom of my list um god i wish i could remember that that guy's name he was the governor of new york uh when 9-11 happened that was his uh the main point of his 30 second closing speech was that uh He's the right choice for president because he just so happened to be governor of New York when some terrorists flew planes into the buildings in New York City. Yeah, real real, uh, real appealing there. That's definitely something I'm going to take into account when I'm looking for the leader of the new country, or the new leader of our country, I should say. Anyway, enough about those fuckheads. How many debates do they have now? How many do we need? Haven't we heard everything they have to say? I mean, uh, don't we know how they all feel? We definitely know how Trump feels, right? That guy's just a fucking clown. I, uh, I'm really surprised that he, uh, he's leading the polls like he is. But I don't know, should I be surprised? Should I? With the way the, all the people that you know act? You know, you know those people I'm talking about. The people you see every day making stupid choices. Trump would just be another really stupid choice, I think. But enough about politics. Let's not start the show off with such uh, such touchy shit. Let's keep it uh, let's keep it light. You know what I mean? Let's keep it peaceful. Uh, shout out to Joe Maestas, who's not in the. I guess I'll call this a studio. <laughs> not in the studio with me right now. Um, he will be soon, though. Shout out to Joe. I know you'll be listening to this tomorrow probably one of the only people to do so but that's about to change because i feel good about this podcast i feel good about this show we've done not i think this will be the 10th episode um yeah we got the curse words out of the intro song that was something i wanted to do shout out to granny um and yeah we're we're working on this thing we're refining it we're getting it to what we want it to be which is uh Something that is informative and provokes you to use your brain powers. Ooh, that probably came across. I just bumped into the microphone. Rookie move. Punch it. Punch it, as they would say. As Adam Carolla would say. Oh, what do we want to get into? What do we want to get into? I feel like Bill Burr here. Going off the dome. All I need is the accent. What the fuck do we want to talk about, huh? 
What do we want to talk about, huh? I feel like he's so self-deprecating, but I don't know how he could be that self-deprecating as such a uh, successful person. I don't know. I guess that's that's his thing. He likes that. He's funny as fuck. Don't get me wrong. And he can fucking fly a helicopter. How cool is that shit? I was listening to his show the other day. He was talking about uh, flying around L.A. Speaking of L.A., I just, uh, as a matter of fact, in the uh, Republican debate, I heard for the first time that they uh, shut down the entire L.A. school system today over a bomb threat. Turns out it was a hoax, they said. So a fucking hoax took, Jesus, how many kids has that got to be? Millions, easily, millions. The L.A. public school system pulled all those those young minds that needed to be molded today out of fucking school. If that's not exactly what those fucking cunts want, those fucking terrorists, yeah, I call them cunts because that's what they fucking are. No, I'm not talking about Islamic people. I'm talking about fucking terrorists. I'm talking about radicalized Islamic people. That's exactly what they fucking want. They got our children to stay home today because somebody made a bomb threat that didn't even come to pay. Didn't come to be. It was nothing. It was a fucking hoax. Who knows who? Who knows who put that call in? But to whoever it was, you're a fucking coward. Whoever would make a joke like that, just know that. Millions of children missed out on an education today. Yeah, it's just one day, but think about that for a second. Millions of children didn't learn a single fucking thing today. As a matter of fact, the time they spent at home, they probably learned more dumb shit. Like, they probably saw what not to do. Oh, what the fuck? Where am I going with this? <laughs> oh, shit, I lost my train of thought. Um, no, you get you get what I'm saying. In the time they spent at home today watching their uh, providers make their decisions that they've made in their life, I'm sure a lot of those poor kids come from from uh, from similar situations that I did and many of my friends did. You know, not bottom of the barrel. Of course, there's those kids missing out. They're probably missing too much school anyway. But you know what it you know what it's like to be an underprivileged child in a uh, in, in a, uh, what are they calling them now? I, uh, I heard it on the radio the other day. Oh yeah. A, uh, economically disadvantaged neighborhood, whatever the fuck that means. That's the last thing we need. People is uh, kids staying home from school over bomb threats. We got to get our fucking shit together. We live in a, uh, a really crazy world these days, huh? What else is going on in the news? I've got, uh, I've got vice pulled up here on the television. Um, Oh, fuck Vice. What do I want to talk about? Cycling. Let me talk to you about cycling real quick. Let me talk to you about exercise real quick. Now, the last time we recorded one of these shows, my voice had to travel through a big old fat neck. And uh, it came from a big old fat belly. Which was good, you know. It's okay. If you're a little chubby or fluffy, as my grandma used to say, that's all good. You can... uh you can be a confident, um, self-loving, motivated person um, in any shape or size. But for me, these uh, these pedals that I've been clipping into over the last year have really, uh, really boosted myself. I've really uh, reached a new level in my life, and uh, yeah, it feels fucking awesome. I don't, I don't want to hold any punches back here. Ooh, I wonder if that came through. I just ripped ass. Let me rip it again. See if you can hear it. Oh yeah, I know that came through. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, sorry. That that's uh for my little sister right there. She stayed home school from school today because she's got pink eye. Fuck a bomb threat. My sister's got pink eye, bitch. I told my mom that's karma. I said, tell Mackenzie to stop uh farting in people's faces like she's so prone to do. That's just karma coming back around to bite her in the ass. I don't even know if that's how you get pink eye. I think I heard that in a movie. I think that was in Knocked Up. They said you get pink eye from uh poop particles getting in your eyeball back to cycling yeah it's great um i do it for a, a really pathetic reason and that's just that uh i really hate to run 
Yeah, I know that's lame, but running just really fucks my knees up. It's just like, uh, when I go for a run, it's like the ground is just kicking my ass. It's just like I feel all the impact. I mean, all of it. I feel it uh, from the tip of my big toe, straight up the shin bone, right into my knees. And uh, my knees aren't very good, but cycling has actually made them stronger than they've probably ever been. And uh, yeah, I'm definitely in peak physical shape right now. I feel awesome. 24 years old, and uh, I did a pull-up for the first time about a week ago. Isn't that fucking incredible? A pull- I did a f- pull-up for the first time. I've never been able to do a pull-up. That's, that's got, uh, that says two things about me. I've always weighed a lot, and I've never been um, all that strong. <laughs> but yeah, I've been uh, knocking some pull-outs now. That's, that's where I'm at. Cycling. Here's my regiment. Okay, let me let me just uh, get you my exercise regiment, and then we'll move on. I don't want to talk about myself too much more here. <clears throat> Actually, that's a lie. I want to talk about myself the entire show. Um, yeah. So cycling, as I said, a few times a week, and then uh, I'll just knock out ten push-ups. Like whenever I, I whenever I think about it, I'm not going to do it right now because I don't want to uh, disrupt the flow. But yeah, I'll uh, I'll just I'll just bang ten out here and there, you know, not nothing too crazy. Maybe two or three times a day, and sometimes I'll skip a day because I mean, fuck it, you don't you don't have to do push-ups every single day, but you should be doing some, you know, sometimes. And uh, when I started doing them about a year, this was about a year ago. I was uh, I was doing bitch push-ups, like Samuel L said. Does he look like a bitch to you? Well, I did a year ago. Okay. I was banging them out from the knees, man. That's all I could get done. I mean, I could do them regularly, but... Regularly? Regularly? I could do them regularly, but it wasn't um, any fun at all. And I wasn't able to bang out 10 like like I could from the knees. So I thought, you know, this sucks right now, dude, but just keep banging them out like a biatch. And pretty soon you'll be banging them out like uh, fucking Arlie Ermy just asks you to pull, you know, to drop and give him 20. And uh, yeah, I'm hitting them pretty fucking solid now. I mean, back straight, uh, you know, coming down all the way, you know, not not crazy fast, in control. That's the way you got to do it. But yeah, I can just knock 20 out. No, no problem. Uh, not even break a sweat. Anyway, okay, let's move on. What do we want to talk about next? Shit, this would be so much easier if I had a companion to to converse with. Um, so, oh, so let me give you some more details on cycling. Um, the goal was last. The goal that I set for myself last year was to participate in the full length Tour de Tucson, which for all my Tucsonans out there, no, is an annual bike race that takes place here in the uh, Old Pueblo, as we like to call it. Uh, every year it takes place the weekend before Thanksgiving. And it changes in length from year to year, but this past edition was 104 miles. And uh, I will have... In my training, by the end of the year, I've got about 100 miles to go. I'll, I'll hit the 2,000-mile mark is what I'll have ridden by the end of the year. So I, I've ridden, well, before the race, I had, I think it was about 1,700. So to do a 104-mile race, I rode 1,700 miles in training. And uh, I fucking kicked that race's ass. I finished in uh, 5 hours and 43 minutes, which was good enough for a gold medal uh under six hours got you a gold medal and uh under five got you platinum so actually during the race i was disappointed because um i thought i was 43 minutes past getting a gold uh i I thought i was riding into a silver which you know is still an accomplishment but i'm trying to go for that gold you know what i mean and so when i uh when i showed up at the booth to pick up my, excuse me, showed up at the booth to pick up my medal. Oh, excuse me again. 
and another. Um, yeah, I was I was really uh, really really happy to see uh, the color that they were handing me. I was I was shocked. I had to ask, "Am I sure?" And uh, that's when I realized that there was a platinum. So, fucking a next year, that's the goal: platinum. That's what I'm gonna get. Or, or maybe not next year because I don't know if I'll be in Tucson to do it. But I will be getting a platinum medal in the Tour de Tucson at some point. The uh, the winner of the race, in case you're interested, finished in three hours and fifty eight minutes. So almost two hour, well, more than two hours faster than me. No, almost two hour, two hours faster than me. Just under two hours faster than me. Uh, first and second place were two dudes from Mexico. They both finished uh, three fifty eight. And uh, third place actually was a tandem bicycle, which is pretty crazy. And uh, from what I heard, uh, they were the the one-two finishers from the previous year's race. They uh, teamed up and jumped on a tandem bike, and they came in third. They almost won the whole thing on a tandem, which I don't think has probably ever happened. It's kind of ridiculous, but um, they were in the lead coming down the the home stretch on a tandem bicycle, and uh, the two Mexicanos. Uh, passed him on the on the final sprint, which probably would have been incredible to watch. I wish I would have been there, but um, I was probably thirty miles behind those fuckers, sweating my ass off, hating life. But uh, I made it, man. I made it. Uh, made it to the finish. I put in a nice little sprint at the end, past like five or six dudes who are, I'm sure, uh, not too happy with me. <laughs> seeing that I had uh, been following them down the entire frontage road on the way back, uh, drafting off their asses, saving some energy. So when they saw me go for it, they were probably uh, not a big fan. But um, anyway, yeah, so that was a a major goal that I accomplished in uh, 2015, uh, the 104-mile El Tour de Tucson. So I'm pumped. I'm uh, looking forward to bigger and better things. I want to do more races do some more amateur stuff. Um, try to win one of those motherfuckers. That would be awesome. Wouldn't it be cool to win a race? I don't know. Maybe that's, uh, maybe that's reaching too big, but that's what I'm into these days is, uh, setting some pretty high goals. Um, yeah. So that's my, that's my tour de Tucson story for you. Oh yeah. Um, shit. The holidays coming up on us. We are, what are we, 11 days from Christmas? Today's the, oh no, 10 days to Christmas. Holy shit. I haven't bought a single gift for anybody. I think I'm going to Bookman's this year to buy everybody their gifts. That's right. I think I'm going to buy used books for people. That's cool though, right? I mean, uh, people should probably be reading a little bit more than they do. And, you know, I think... What helps people read more is just really good reading material. If you find something you're interested in, you're going to be way more likely to read it than uh, some shit you're not interested in at all, like uh, like the Bible or, you know, stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, if you're a friend of mine and you're expecting a gift from me, which probably not too many of my friends are expecting a gift from me, but if you're listening to this, Find a way to drop me a hint on uh, on what you're into reading, and uh, I'll get you something good. Otherwise, uh, it's going to be up to me, and you might not like what I get you. And in that case, please don't hold any punches. Let me know. If I, if I buy you a book, and uh, there's no chance in hell that you're ever going to read it, just fucking give it back to me, or give it to somebody else. I I, I won't be offended at all. Really, truthfully, because, I mean, uh, a book that's sitting on the shelf that ain't ever going to get read, that's that's fucking sad right there. I mean, that book is just dying to be read, you know? That's that's all a book wants. It's just for somebody to crack its spine open and read it. Don't crack the spines. Keep those motherfuckers intact, please. Learn how to treat your books. That way, uh, when I buy them at Bookman's, when you return them, they're still in good shape. Oh. I guess it would be a good opportunity to let you know what I'm reading right now. I'm reading a a book called The Siege of Mecca by a Russian dude whose name I'm not even going to try to pronounce. So you can look that shit up if you're interested. It's about the uh, 1979 uprising at uh, 
the holiest uh, spot in the Muslim religion. Um, yeah, a lot of people don't know about it. I, th- I think it. I've only just started the book, but uh, basically, some dudes took over Mecca for a week. Uh, some armed gentlemen, much like the ones that are causing havoc all over the world these days. Um, they took control of Mecca and, uh, it went very unreported by the media because, uh, it just so happened that the, the Iran, Iranian, uh, uh, hostage crisis was going on at the same time, which I should probably do more research on that. Cause I'm not really even sure the details on that one, but I think it had something to do with the Olympics or it was going on during the Olympics. I don't really fucking know. It was in 79. I guess it couldn't be the Olympics. Pretty easy to keep track of when those happen. As long as you uh, are fairly decent at math. Which I'm not. So I might be in fucking trouble here. Um, But yeah. So in 1979 some dudes took over Mecca. And nobody knows about it. Um, They killed a bunch of people and stuff. I mean it 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 was a siege. As you might have picked up on the title. Which is just mind-boggling to me. Uh, I think firing a shot in Mecca is probably a no-no. I don't really know the rules, but I'm just going to guess that you're not allowed to do that. And uh, if somebody did that shit today, holy shit, I don't even know what would happen. I've always thought that. I think uh, if anybody ever dropped a bomb or even got close to dropping a bomb on that shit, I mean... That's pretty much the start of World War Three, right? <laughs> or the start of the end of the world. Uh, one of the two. That was might be the same thing, as a matter of fact. Jesus Christ. Got gloomy real quick here. Real gloomy. Uh, man, how does Bill Burr do this? Makes a lot of money. <laughs> That's probably how. Um... I blew my fucking cool the other day. I lost it. I fucking lost it. I lost I lost my lid at work. Speaking of money. I uh I asked for a raise over the phone um in front of a bunch of hard working motherfucking dudes that uh really didn't appreciate it. Um I had fucked up a duct piece of ductwork. Basically I was on my way to installing an air conditioning unit completely backwards, opposite of what I should have been doing. And uh, my boss said to me over the phone, you make mistakes when you're frustrated. (laughs) To which I uh, responded, yeah, I know I make mistakes when I'm frustrated. I need more fucking money. God, it was probably one of the most foolish things I could have ever done. Um... But I got a fucking raise, so it kind of worked. I got a fucking, uh, I got a $2 raise. Ain't that some fucking shit? See, it was a long time coming, and I and I should have handled it a different way, because uh, I definitely deserve that shit. I've been putting in some fucking work at my company. I do air conditioning. And, uh, yeah, so this was in the garage of uh, of a house that's being built. And uh, there's dudes out laying the stones for the driveway. There's some gentlemen laying tile. There's, uh, you know, everybody's there, basically. Uh, anything that you could think of that, that needs to be done in the process of building a house. Um, yeah, they were all there, and uh, they all heard it. So I'm the vato loco, pinche gringo, to all of those motherfuckers. But you know what? That's all right. That's all right. And uh, you know, next time I'll uh, I'll definitely handle that a different way. But shit, I got what I wanted. And uh, yeah, sometimes you just gotta take life by the fucking balls, you know. But it's also important to keep your composure. Composure. So uh, later that day, or no, actually, it was the night before. No, yeah, no, no later that day. Joseph, the uh, co-founder and uh, 
also wonderful uh, personality of this uh, of this show uh, suggested to me uh, some meditation, which I had never even fucking thought to do. But man, has that shit helped! I uh, I started using this app that he sent me. It's called Headspace, and the first ten sessions are free. They're ten minutes. It's this dude with a British accent, which is just fucking awesome. I love British accents. I, I just they're just a weak spot in my heart for them. A male or female it doesn't matter. Uh, London or Birmingham doesn't matter. Anywhere in England, if you're even Scottish, fucking even Irish, really, fucking UK, Irish, any of that shit. God, it just makes me fucking makes me fucking wet my pants. Really, I I just love those fucking accents. I don't know what it is about it. It's just it makes. It can make certain people sound stupider, like way stupider, but it can also make people sound way fucking smarter too. It just really depends on on uh, on the person. But anyway, back to the meditation. This guy just kind of coaches you through the, each session. He's just got like the nicest, mellowest, Britishiest, Britishiest voice ever, and. uh yeah, it's just silky smooth. You, I, I, I've been turning the lights down low in my living room, sitting down on the floor, which actually I'm doing right fucking now. It's what I do all the time because my couch is not comfortable at all. Um, I sit crisscross applesauce and I just put my fucking hands in my lap. Usually I'm just wearing a sweatshirt because it's, it's always cold in my house, but none of that uh, fingers touching shit, you know, you know, you see pictures of people meditating with their thumb and their pointer finger touching, making a little circle. That shit's retarded. Why the fuck do people do that? Or I don't even think people do that. Why do, why do they, why do, why does everybody think people do that when they meditate? Anyway. Yeah. You go in through the nose and out through the mouth and you just do that a few times at the beginning really gets you in the fucking zone. And then it's just like you just turn your you just turn your brain off for a little bit. Or you try to, that's the point. You just try to turn your brain off a little bit and get some get some silence in your life. And that shit has just revolutionized my day-to-day routine. It is just crazy. Um sometimes I'll do it in the morning before I go to work. But most of the time, it's, you know, just whenever I can find time to do it. Um, they're only like 10-minute sessions. Uh, fifteen. Sometimes they're 15. So, you know, it's not a lot of time. But uh, it's, it is hard. You know, it is. it can be hard to find 15 minutes of, of just flat-out quiet time. It's not as hard as you think it is, but, you know, life is fucking... Life is full of shit to deal with, you know. There's bills to be paid and shit to be done and you know, asses to be kicked and names to be taken and all that shit. But yeah, if you're, if you're out there and you're looking for, you're looking for a way to change your, change yourself in a big way, whether it's like right now, which is, would be perfect or, uh, one of your new year's resolutions, which I think are fucking horseshit. Um, if it was going to be one thing, let it be meditation. Learn how to meditate. Download this app. Headspace is what it's called. Go on the App Store. I don't even know if it's on Android. If you're on Android, fuck you. Just kidding. I know, Joe, you're on Android. If you're on Android, that's cool, but really, uh, I don't care what people say. Apple is just where it's at. Now, I'm not a fucking total fanboy because I'm still rocking this 5S because this 5S still kicks ass and it does everything I needed to do. Um but yeah, look for this app. If you're on if you're on Android, you can search for it too or find something similar. But if you've got an Apple device, search for Headspace. And uh, yeah, like I said, the first 10 sessions are free and they're 10 minutes a pop. So that's 100 minutes of meditation right there. And trust me, if you can do those 100 minutes of meditation, um, you will see a difference. I think if you, I mean, if you really apply yourself to it, you'll notice something different about yourself after those hundred minutes have gone by. And then after that is where they fucking get you. Then it's twelve ninety nine a month, but I think it's well worth it. And if there's two things you want to do with your life next year, let the second one be 
exercise. That's right. Any kind of exercise. Find what works for you. Um, whether that's going to the gym and running a game of five on five for 30 minutes. If that's all you can do, fucking do it. All you really got to do is get your fucking butt sweating. That's really all you got to do. And you can accomplish that many different ways. Um, now, if you're just going to sit at home and beat off all day long, that is does not count as exercise. That is uh, counterproductive because I'm sure there's plenty of you out there that can work up a pretty good sweat uh, stroke in the, uh, the old salami. Don't do that. Go go do something more productive than that. Get, get outside. Go for a walk. Go for a jog. Go for a run. Do whatever the fuck you like to do the best that burns calories. And, uh, and then just work your way up. Start small. If you can only run a mile, if you can only run a quarter of a mile, if you can't even run at all, just start walking. And eventually, if you stick to it, you will be amazed at what kind of results you see if you just keep going. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do is just keep keep going. That's probably the biggest lesson I've um, learned in 2015 and probably one of the biggest lessons I've ever learned in my life. Uh, the value of fucking hard work and persistence. You just got to stick to that shit. You got to keep going. You got to keep fighting. And uh, results will come when they come. But uh, you'll start seeing them pretty quick if you uh, if you really stick to a routine. And uh, trust me, you'll you'll uh, you'll thank yourself later if you're maybe a few pounds overweight. Maybe you just don't feel that great. You're not. You don't even give a fuck about how much you weigh. But you just feel kind of out of energy, or uh, uh, you feel a lack of motivation. I'm telling you, you just got to go one step at a time. Just put one foot in front of the other and it'll feel like a matter of no time before you're, you're where you want to be. So yeah, meditate. Um, fucking A. I'm looking at my whiteboard right now, hanging on my wall. I've got some interesting things written on there. Actually, there's something that I need to delete off of there because I handled it. Uh, there's some books written down up there. Uh, by the Written by two, two really smart dudes, much smarter than Joe and I, that you should definitely also listen to. If there was three things you were going to do with your life next year, um, with one of them being meditation, the other one being exercising, let the third one be uh, listen listening to the Joe Rogan podcast with Graham Hancock and Randall Carlson. These two dudes are probably two of the smartest motherfuckers on the face of the earth right now. And, uh, the shit that they talked about on that show is just fascinating. I actually need to listen to that show again and take notes on it. Cause it's that good. It's uh, it's three hours, you know, like all the Joe Rogan podcasts, but that's probably three of the quickest hours I think I've ever had listening to that show. And that's saying something because some of them have seemed to go very quickly in the past. Um, but yeah, that's definitely one to check out. Like I said, if there's three things you do with yourself next year, let it be uh, meditation, exercise, and the JRE with Graham Hancock and Randall Carlson, two really smart dudes. Um, one of the, th- one of the things they said is, uh, uh, I guess it was, uh, it must have been Randall Carlson. I think he's the the astronomer guy. I guess they both are, but he's the more astronomer guru. He said, uh, we should all be thanking Jupiter on a daily basis because um, the sheer size of Jupiter and its gravitational pull uh, prevents, uh, I forgot what the number was, but I'll just use a, uh, shit ton in in place of an actual figure um this the sheer size of jupiter and its gravitational pull protects the earth from a shit ton of meteorites on a daily basis or weekly basis i'm just going to say daily basis because i think that's what he said and that fucking sounds awesome think about that the fact that we have another massive rock um 
you know, relatively close to us is the only reason why we aren't getting pummeled by fucking space rocks, uh, meteors on a more regular basis. So thank you, Jupiter. We need to get that hashtag going. If you're listening to this and you're a privy on the tweeter, uh, hashtag thank you, Jupiter. Yeah. Thank Jupiter on a daily basis or on a, at least think about it every once in a while or just fucking say thank you, Jupiter right now. And that's good. That's good with me. But yeah. Um, thank you, Jupiter. Oh, I guess I could talk about sports. That's what, uh, that's what Burzy does sometimes. Well, every time, but, uh, I'm not a fucking Bostonian, so who gives a fuck about the Pats or the Bruins or the fucking Bo Sox, right? Fuck all those assholes. You know who I like. If you don't, then you ain't my friend because I've got their logo tattooed on my right forearm. Yeah, I'm talking about the uh, the L.A. Angels of Anaheim. Uh, there's actually not much to talk about with them. They haven't really... Um, done anything for me this off season. And I guess that would also be another reason not to talk about baseball. Cause it is the fucking off season. And if you're not a baseball fan during the regular season, then I'm pretty sure you're not going to give a fuck about who's, uh, moving on the free agent market. <laughs> uh, God, I would talk about the NFL, but I don't want to sound like an idiot. I haven't really watched much NFL football this season. I've, uh, kept, a uh, distant eye on my beloved San Francisco 49ers um, and I really can't tell you enough about how fucking disappointed I am in that franchise right now they have just blown it They're demo- they've demolished Candlestick Park one of the most historic sports stadiums in the country I mean you're talking the home to Willie Mays at one point you're talking about the home of Steve Young and Joe Montana. You're talking about the home of Ronnie Lott and Jerry Rice. It's gone. They're never going back to it. It can never come back. It's gone for good. It's done. And I realize it wasn't the nicest stadium, but it just had so much fucking history in it. You're talking about a a franchise that has won five Super Bowls. Now, if Joe was here, I know he would know this fact because he's a Steelers fan, but... There's only three teams that have ever, and I'm not fucking counting the Packers because those fucking championships don't fucking count, even though the Lombardi Trophy is named after their coach. I know that's a double standard. Anyway, we're talking about the Cowboys, the Steelers, and the Niners as the only three teams with at least five Super Bowls. Now, I say at least five Super Bowls because the fucking Steelers pulled one off a few years ago, and they just had to one-up all of us, all of us Cowboy and Niners fans. And the Steelers have six now, which is fucking impressive. That's uh, that's six more titles than the Pop Warner Steelers had. <laughs> As a matter of fact, that's six more wins than my Pop Warner Steelers had in my three years uh, playing. I don't I don't remember what our record was, but there's a really good chance that we didn't win a single game. <laughs> we weren't very good. So yeah, back to the Niners. They uh. They've got a clown as their head coach, Tom Sula, Jimmy boy, Jimmy Tom Sula. I swear every time they fucking cut to his face on the, on Sundays, I just want to strangle a baby or something. I just, his face just, uh, just the look of, of absolute, um, God, what's the word for it? His face is just so blank. It is just so absent of any, anything remotely intelligent to me it just it just seems like he's got a uh, nothing in between the ears and maybe I'm being harsh on the guy and I don't know him so it, it's nothing personal but really I just don't know why he's a coach he's a head coach in the National Football League um I told my buddy the other day uh, my Seahawks fan friend uh who lives up in Washington I said if Tom Sula can make it as an NFL coach um, I think I could probably run for president. <laughs> and then, uh, as soon as I said that, I thought, fucking, I would never want to run for president. You'd have to be the biggest lion sack of shit to get to that point. I don't care who you are, 
what party you're in. If you're a politician and your end game is to live off that $250,000 a year that presidents get after they retire, you're a fucking coward. I, I just, I don't have any respect for those dudes, man. I, I should, I should have respect for the president, but really I just, I don't, I just can't support, uh, all the shysty shit that they pull. It's just a puppet show. I, I, it's just a puppet show. The president of the United States is nothing but, uh, an actor, nothing but a fucking actor. An actor that uh, supposedly we've elected. Well, not supposedly. We have elected him. But, uh, well, somebody's elected him. You know, the Electoral College and all that shit. I don't even know how it really works. I'm kind of disappointed in myself. As a matter of fact, I I didn't vote in the last local election. I should have. But, uh, you know, shit happens. I had the uh, I had the book with all the info in it for a few months before the election, and I didn't even read it. I was a a bad democratic citizen. I didn't let my voice be heard. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I guess I didn't vote because, well, I just figured it ain't gonna make a fucking difference at this point. That's the way I feel. I know that's pessimistic, but I'd like to call it real. I don't think it matters who we elect at this point. Uh, the people are just going to have to rise up at a certain point. We're getting there. I think we're getting to that point of uh, critical mass. I don't even know what the fuck that means, but I hear people say it. I, I think it. I think it applies. I think it fits. So this is why I need you here, Joe. I need you to fucking school me on when I uh, misuse uh, all those fucking cliches. I've got to get one of those quarterback wristbands. You know, the ones that they put all the plays on. And uh, list out the cliches on that motherfucker when I do this podcast so I don't mix them up. But yeah, I, I really, uh, I'm i really interested to see what happens uh, in the world over the next year. I mean, we're going to have a new president next year. Um, and there's gonna just going to be a lot of shit going on. We've got people blowing shit up in Paris. We've got people blowing shit up in San Bernardino. We all fucking hate Muslims now, I guess. I I just don't know where we're headed. It just doesn't seem good. But uh, I know one thing's for sure. Those motherfuckers try to bust down my door. They're going to regret that decision. At least the first few of them are. If they send a whole fucking squad over here, I'm fucked. I'm fucked. I've only got 50 rounds. Uh, fuck it. That's enough. If 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 I run out of if I run out of bullets, because the motherfuckers sent a Toyota Helix over here that they fucking stole from the U.S. in the first place, packed full of dudes, and they fucking kick my door in, and they just come streaming in. If I run out of bullets, then I will have died. Uh, putting up a hell of a fight. <laughs> Oh, I don't want to think that way. That's that's not good to think that way. But yeah, I think it's going to get to that point where it's every man for him fuck himself at certain at a certain point here pretty soon, or at least that's how it's going to start feeling. Because uh, they keep talking about how scared Americans are on CNN and all these news channels, how uh, how anxious we are over everything that's happening. And yeah, I, I'm anxious over it, but um, I'm definitely not scared. I'm not scared of of those fucks. They can't fuck with me. The thing is, I'm not scared of anybody. That's not true. There's some motherfuckers I'm scared of. Conor McGregor would probably scare the shit out of me. Kimbo Slice. Fucking Darth Vader. Mm. Yeah, that's probably it, actually. Oh, I wonder if that came through. I wonder what's going to come through on this microphone. I wonder if you guys can hear the uh, refrigerator running in the background. If you if you can, if it's been buzzing this entire time, I apologize. We're going to get the kinks worked out. We still are working on this motherfucker. 
I feel like I'm rambling a little bit. I'm losing my losing my uh, focus here. I need to need to re- reel it back in. I, it looks like I've been going for 45 minutes. Um, I definitely haven't run out of shit to talk about. I'm just um, I need a drink. Maybe that's what I need. Coke, easy ice. That's how I that's how I order it at Jimmy John's, and they know what I mean. Easy on the ice. I just say easy ice because we don't need any ice in our soda right now in Tucson. It was uh, 27 last night, 26, something like that. Enough to leave about a quarter of an inch of ice all over my, not a quarter of an inch, fucking 16th of an inch maybe, all over my windshield this morning. That's how I, uh, I let me tell you the story about how my fucking Tuesday started. I, uh, I, I knew it was cold. Because I was shivering my balls off all night. So I knew I needed to adjust my routine this morning. Instead of leaving at uh, 6.10 like I do every day, I walked out the door at about 6.05 to give the uh, give the truck some time to warm up and to, to uh, deal with the ice all over the, sh- all over the windshield. So I get to the truck, open the door, which is uh, done by putting the key into the lock, and rotating it until I'm able to pull the door handle, thus opening the door. So once I've accomplished this task, the next step is to start the engine. So I stick the key in the ignition, fire that bitch up, and having already unlocked the door, I close the door to allow the heater to fill the cabin with warm air while I scrape the ice off the windshield and both of the side windows, the door windows, that is. So after getting rid of all the ice with my nifty ice scraper that I acquired when I lived in Washington, I come back to the door to open it, throw my body into the vehicle, and take off for work like I do every other day. But instead of the door opening, the fucking door is now locked again. With my keychain in the ignition as the truck is running. I have, at this point, locked myself out of my work truck. And I have no way of getting in other than breaking the window, which is not going to happen. Or utilizing a Slim Jim, which I don't have. So I call my boss. And he said, he answers the phone. My boss is also my dad. So he, answer, he answers the phone and he says to me, Did you lose your keys like Juan did yesterday? Because uh, the guy I work with named Juan had lost his keys yesterday morning and we had to bring him a spare. I said, No, even better than that. Let me tell you what just happened. So I tell him the story and he laughs and he says, All right, I'll send somebody over there with the key. So now I've um, solved the problem, not like I would have liked to, but the problem is solved. The key is on its way, and within a half an hour, I'll be in the truck, warmed up, on my way to work. But as soon as I hang up the phone, I realize, oh shit, my house keys are on that keychain too. I'm going to have to sit outside until they drop this key off. So I plop my ass up onto the hood, wait for the engine to provide some type of warmth to my tuchus, and I lean up against the windshield, which is already actually kind of warm because the defroster's been going for a pretty good amount of time at this point, about 10 minutes. And I just laid there, sent out a few Snapchats, and I did that in through the nose, out through the mouth few times before I knew it uh, Juan, it was Juan actually the dude who had forgotten his keys yesterday shows up and helps me get into the car drops the key off I'm in and I'm off and running the rest of the day went great but yeah that's how it started fucking A I wanted to I wanted to fucking I don't even know what I wanted to do I was so pissed only for a, br- only for a brief moment though that's what I've learned with this meditation 
to be uh to be pissed off is all right. That's good. But you just got to make sure it doesn't uh doesn't set you off on the wrong foot. Doesn't uh linger on your mind. You can be pissed off, but as long as you don't stay pissed off, that's uh that's when you run into issues. So yeah, so I fucking uh got into the truck, headed off to work, put in a a full day. Left uh, left the house that we were working at at three o'clock, and uh, came home and well, I fucking set up all this audio equipment. Yeah, that was what uh, that's what my Tuesday was like today. God, what do I want to get into? Let me just look at some notes here. What do I fucking got written down? Nothing important. Nothing important. Great fucking transition here. Oh yeah, this is fucking smooth. Oh, let me tell you about a story about my mom real quick. Joe kind of got a version of this shit the other night. (laughs) Oh yeah, that was fucking great. That was a great phone call. I'm sitting here in the, in the living room, uh, living room of my little tiny house after uh after a fucking let me just say this after an eventful day and i'm sitting here fucking just bawling my eyes out like a little girl <laughs> and uh joe just happens to be on the other line just because that's the first fucking number i thought to dial just because joe's the homie and uh i started telling him some shit about my mom and shit and uh yeah it was some it was some it was some personal shit it was some fucking deep shit. I won't get into it on here like that, but, uh, man, yeah, let me, let me just tell you about my mom. <laughs> uh, God, I love, let me, let me preface this by saying my mom is fucking awesome. And, uh, man, I'd be nowhere without her. But let me also tell you this. She got some shit. She got some shit a little bit wrong when I was a kid. Her parenting techniques were a little, uh, little avant garde, you could say. Um, one time, uh, she wanted me to clean my room, eh, cause it was a fucking mess, you know, like most kids, uh, kids' rooms can be, uh, I was probably, uh, I must have been 10 years old, and, uh, instead of cleaning my room like I should have, my little punk ass, uh, decided to bust out the B word, it's the first time I busted out the B word. And, uh, holy shit, I've never seen my mom so mad in my life. Still to this day, I don't think I've ever seen this kind of rage fill this, this woman. She, uh, she, she punished me by, uh, throwing some liquid dish soap up into my mouth. Now, I don't, I don't know parenting 101, but, um, now, now, don't, don't take me wrong here. I deserve that shit. But when she said, I'm going to put soap in your mouth. I was definitely expecting bar soap. I was just, I was just, I was just waiting for the bar soap to come. I don't even know if we had bar soap or what, but I just thought, um, yeah, I've heard of people, I've heard of parents putting soap in their kid's mouth before. That's, you know, that's, that's happened. And I've never seen it done. Otherwise I, I would have more knowledge on this, but, and correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't, isn't that supposed to be bar soap? Aren't you supposed to go bar soap on that one? I mean, aren't you just supposed to fucking shove that fucking, that, that puck, that hockey puck of, of, uh, of whatever the fuck soap is made out of? Aren't you just supposed to shove that into the kid's mouth? Isn't that supposed to teach him a lesson? Because, God, that dish soap burned the fuck out of my mouth. And, oh, trust me, I learned the lesson. But I just feel like, uh, I just feel like she got that one a little bit wrong. Now she was totally justified in doing it, and, and I definitely deserved it. But, but uh, parents, if you're listening, uh, feel free to uh, to put soap in your child's mouth, but please just just make it bar soap. I mean, I think they'll get the idea. That shit can't taste good. Um, and if you if you shove it into their mouth forcefully enough, they'll really get the idea. You know, maybe they'll take a bite out of it or something. Which you know. That'd be probably the natural instinct would be to bite it. And that's going to, you know, that's going to leave a taste, you know, that's going to, 
that's going to get the point across. Um, but just don't squirt this synthetic fucking oily looking fucking who knows how they've colored it or who the fuck knows what chemicals are in it. This degreaser, whatever the fuck it was, fucking Dawn degreaser, fucking ultra stain boost lift shit. Keep that out of their mouths, okay? Keep the liquid, uh, keep the liquid for the dishes, and let's let's move to to some hand soap. Let's move to some uh, some shit that's made to clean human skin and not um, peel grease off of pans and shit. Can we just can we just work on that, mom? Can we can we make sure we get that done uh, correctly next time? Okay, please. I love you, mother. If you're listening, uh, I'm sorry I called you the b word. I'll never do it again. She needs to. I'm going to tell her this. I don't know if I've. I don't know if I've, I've ever uh, told her this idea, but she needs to. She needs to bring the dish in the or the the mouth. Oh fuck, the soap in the mouth back because uh, little bro's got an F in math. My little brother is failing his math class, and uh, the only punishment that they can think of for him is to uh, take away his PlayStation, his PS4. So, but instead of taking the entire system away, which they used to do, and uh, hiding it, which they don't do anymore because my little brother and sister can find that shit no matter where they put it. I mean, they would have to fucking send that motherfucker to Mars in order for them not to find their their systems. Now what they do is just take the power cord, because that's easier to hide. They just take the power cord and stash that little fucker away somewhere real deep in far from from wherever uh wherever my brother and sister think it could be and yeah and that's his punishment and uh they don't even really stick to that because uh when i log on to my playstation it seems like uh little bros always on that motherfucker so i don't know maybe maybe a little bit of uh a little bit of soap in 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 little bro's mouth would get him to get that math grade up maybe that's a little harsh though I mean, maybe we don't want to be putting soap in our kids' mouths for, for the grades they get. Speaking of the grades they get, my little sister is uh, is an overachiever. She's uh, she's a great student. She's not failing any of her any of her shit. She's still in elementary school, so it's pretty easy. I mean, what kind of dumbass you have to be to fail elementary school? They don't even give A's, B's, C's, D's, and F's anymore. She tells me that... Uh, that now it's it's either a, a one, a two, a three, or a four. So I had to ask her, okay, so which one is the best, uh, one or four? She says four. I said, okay, so the more the better. All right. So she has uh, all fours, I guess she says, and uh, and a few threes. So that's fucking bullshit. We, we're too big of pussies to give kids F's. We got to give them ones. I said, well, shouldn't it be a zero? Shouldn't there be a zero involved in that scale? Oh, no. No way. We could never have zeros involved. That's shit. That's worse than an F. I don't know. That that just kind of ticked me off here in that. It's either a one, two, three, or four. I mean, come on. We got we to gotta show these kids some tough love. We got to get an education system figured out. We can't be fucking giving numbers out for grades. Let's just stick to A, B, C, D, or F. And if you've got an F, that just means it's time to get your shit together. Oh, I gotta get off the high horse. Speaking of high horse, I haven't been smoking pot for the last, like, uh, week and a half. I'm taking a, uh, a tolerance break, as they'd say. And I'm actually really excited about it. Because uh, the next time I uh, puff on that herb, it's going to send me to outer space. And I'm not going to have to buy too much of that shit. That's the biggest reason why I'm uh, taking a tolerance break is the, the expense of that shit is just getting to be a little bit ridiculous. If you're uh, if you're an everyday weed smoker, uh, I know that your wallet is hurting. I know that your wallet is hurting if you're an everyday weed smoker. Unless you make a lot more money than I do, and you can afford that shit, but uh, but yeah, it's 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 a budgetary decision. 
along with, uh, I don't know, I guess it's just good to take a tolerance break every once in a while. I think every pot smoker should do that. I'm always sticking up for weed. I'm always uh, defending that shit in front of my friends or, or family. Because it gets a bad rap. It really does. It People think that it makes you lazy. People think, uh, people think that it makes you, uh, you know, groggy, uh, silly. You know, it, it just has a lot of negative connotations to it because it's become such a political topic. But, um, God, I love that shit. I really do. I, I was, I was kind of worried that maybe I, I was addicted to it because, uh, I'm always hearing Dr. Drew Pinsky banging this gong that, uh, you can be addicted to anything, which I think is true. But I think that pot in itself, um, in a vacuum, it's not, it doesn't have addictive properties to it. It doesn't, um, make you withdrawal. I haven't had any negative side effects of stopping using it other than the lack of the benefits that, that it provides. But I haven't like had cold sweats at night or any shit like that. I haven't needed to stick a patch on my arm with THC in it. That'd be fucking awesome if I could do that, but it's not something that I need. You know, it's not something that I rely on. Um, it definitely helps, but, uh, but yeah, I just think it's a miracle drug. I think it's a miracle plant and, um, I actually really have to take a poop right now, so I'm going to pause this shit and come back. Okay, back from a bowel movement. What the fuck was I talking about? Talking about, uh, marijuana? It's talking about how much I don't need it, but I was probably sounding like a fucking pot addict the whole time I was talking about it. <laughs> probably changed the subject, huh? Uh, Man, good bowel movement right there. I've been, uh, I've been pretty regular the last, shit, in the last six or seven months. I've been pooping about twice a day, sometimes three. Just flowing right through me, man. That's part of the exercise, and, uh, I would say, and the diet, but I'm not really on much of a diet. I just had a gargantuan from Jimmy John's. For those who don't know, that's the that's the biggest sandwich they offer. Had that, a bag of chips, and a soda to drink. That was my dinner. That's the best part of cycling, really. Is you can eat whatever the fuck you want. The worse you eat, the more miles you gotta put in, but you get to the same point. Oh, wow. I'm, uh, I've been talking for an hour and three minutes. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Uh, sorry if it was a little bit rambly, but what else did you expect? I'm sitting here in my living room by my goddamn self talking into a microphone. Uh, I've got a lot of shit written down. I've got a lot of things planned out for 2016. One of those is definitely to, uh, to do this bad boy on a little bit more regular basis and, uh, definitely to, uh, to have another, uh, another, another great mind in the room with me when I do it. Um, yeah, so I think I'm going to wrap this bitch up. I think a minute and three or an hour and three minutes is, uh, plenty of, of my, uh, thoughts and ideas to keep you satisfied until the next show. Um, if you want to get at me, you can do that in a few different ways. You can, uh, Hit me at, uh, at Tim Hanna, Tim underscore Hanna, that is, on the tweets. That's my Twitter handle, Tim, at Tim underscore Hanna. You can get at me on, uh, or you can also get at Joe on his, on his tweets. I think he's, uh, at Joseph Maestas. Should I, can, I have my phone in my hand. Why don't I just look at it? Um... Uno momento. Uh, I've been working on my Spanish. Uno momento, por favor. 
Yeah, at Tim underscore Hannah is where you can get me on Twitter. And 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 shit, how the fuck? Yeah, at Joseph. See, his is fucking easier than mine, and and I can't even remember that shit. It's just uh, at Joseph Maestas. That's uh, M-A-E, motherfucker. If you can't figure the rest of that shit out, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast. Uh, That's rude. M-A-E-S-T-A-S. At Joseph Maestas on the tweets. You can also get at both of us, or either one of us, I should say, via at FFTPod. That stands for Food for Thinking Podcast. Clever, eh? That's our tweets handle. Um, And I really think those are the three best ways to get a hold of us if you need to fucking let us know what we fucked up on or let us know how we offended you. And in this case, I should say how I offended you. Um, Or you could get at us with the messages of love and encouragement, which would be fucking awesome because that's what we need more of these days, people. Um... What else? What else do I need to tell you before I end this motherfucker? Thank you, Jupiter. That's all I guess I need to say. Thank you, fucking Jupiter. Alright, that'll fucking do it. Fucking have a great week, or month, or year. Um, and we'll see you when we fucking see you. But it'll be soon, motherfucker. Peace!